Hello, hello out there, Diggs Live channel subscribers. I am here today with Kristen Starvos, a relatively new friend for me. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Hi. So uh, I met Kristen at a gig that I did up in Tacoma, Washington. I totally fell in love with that area, not least amongst the reasons because it has a reasonable temperature in the summer as opposed to the cooker that we live in during the six weeks of L.A. health. Um, and so for a long time, I thought that the Pacific Northwest consisted of Seattle because, you know, I'm your basic ignorant Southern Californian who never went east of the I-5. And what I found out when I went to Tacoma is there's all these amazing places that someone could live. And I'm kind of working through my new friend lists, exploring all these super, super cool areas that a Californian can go go and our equity in our homes will go so far. So Kristen, hi there. How are hey, Kendall. you? Thank you for having me. This is this is a treat. Oh good. Well it's a treat for me too because like I know nothing about the area of the Pac Northwest that you're in. So I kept getting it wrong and getting it wrong and then getting it wrong again. <laughs> so you live and work in an area called Whidbey Island. Correct. Whidbey Island. Whidbey In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that on the screen because nobody is gonna know <laughs> spell this. Um, so Whidbey Island. That's that's where. So there it is on the screen. Whidbey Island. Um, and so tell us where that is in relationship to the right. only thing any of us know down here, which is Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Great question. So um, Seattle is about a two two and a half hour drive from where I live. North uh, south. Okay. And then it is about a two, two and a half hour drive to the other international airport, which is up in Vancouver, BC. So we're kind of... Are you midpoint between Vancouver, BC and Seattle? Correct. Okay. So it's a two and a half hour drive, no matter what you do for an international airport. Correct. Correct. But there's a local airport? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> so... We used to have little planes come through here that would take you to the international airport. Didn't okay. make enough money, but the rumor on the street is that might be coming back. Okay. All right. So then the people who live in Whidbey Island pretty much are there for the lifestyle. They're not commuters to somewhere else. Not entirely true. So we have a lot of people who um, either do most of their work is travel and then working from home or they're from home. Um, I worked for from a uh, agency that was in Seattle and Tacoma for six years okay. from the island. So there are still some commuters, but they do it in like chunks. Okay. All right. Right. So they don't do it like, you know, three days on, four days off. They might take off for a couple of weeks to wherever the mothership is and then come back and they're working remotely. Is that? There, there is a major commuting community for Boeing. So Boeing employs a and it's um, Boeing is right off the island, off the south end of the island. So wow. Whidbey Island is this long, weird-looking island. It takes about an hour to drive from the tippity top north to the tippity south um, on the main highway, uh -huh. um, and then it's all sorts of off spoots from there. So it's a big, long island. They some people would like to say that it's the longest natural island in the contiguous United. Oh wow! Okay. States. Long Islanders don't buy that because Long Island is <laughs> way longer. 
the Googles could probably answer that for us. Actually, if Long Island is not a peninsula and it truly is an island, it's way longer. So, but we're pretty long. Okay. All right, pretty long. So I'm. So what I'm hearing then is my JPLers. Uh, anybody who's a JPL, if you're a propeller head or if you're a metal head, then Woodby Island it could be an option for you. Yes. Yeah, uh, the world because my JPLers generally don't make enough money to buy a house near JPL. I'm just saying. Right. And these guys, you know, the commute off the ferry. So there's a ferry at the south end of the island that takes them to the mainland. And there's a bridge that connects us to the mainland on the north end. Okay. Famous right. bridge called Deception Pass Bridge. Okay. Um, and then the the people who are ever at Boeing people, they typically live down south and they'll either take their motorcycles across because the ferry allows the motorcycles on first. Okay. Right. Uh, or they'll take public transportation off because um, they're driving on and off. This one of those cool Vespas. I want the sea green yes. one with the matching helmet. Yes. Actually, there are some Vespa riders. There's. I would totally do that with a scarf, you know. Yeah, I could see that, Kendall. I could totally see that. Yeah, I would do like the whole Doctor Who deal thing. That's what I Exactly. All right. So. So, so, so we've got that kind of handled. So here's the really big question that I think a California wants to know besides whether or not I can deal with the weather. And we'll get to that in a second. So we really want to get into what will my money do for me if I were to consider going to Whidbey Island? So here's a question that I asked you in the notes before. Yes. What would a upper middle class to middle class house that's got three bedrooms, two bathrooms, maybe a nice family room, like, I don't know, 2,000-ish square feet. A normal lot for us is 6,000, so you can tell me what's normal there. What would that cost on Whidbey Island? Right, so the only place that you're really going to find those types of stats and really the parcel size is the biggest issue question is in Oak Harbor. And Oak Harbor is the hub of business. It's where our Naval Air Station base is. So we have like neighborhoods in Oak Harbor that are. And to buy a really nice 2000 square foot, three bedroom, two bath, you're talking about 350, 375, 350,000, 375,000. But that's one of the few places that has those like cut up standard neighborhoods. As you go south, you start to get into more rural areas and you're looking at, you know, five acre parcels. Um, yeah. And now five acres looks like <laughs> I can't process that. It's like yeah. five thousand square feet I can deal. Five acres, what the fuck does yeah. that look like? Or, you know, where as they get closer to the shoreline, so we have a lot of shoreline here. So water views are the big Thing. Um, and you can get a house with a water view for under 400000 It may not be what? the size you want or it may not be in the condition that you want, but you can have a spectacular water view for actually, yeah, you could totally have a good water view with a decent house for 400000 Yeah, we won't talk about what water views cost in California. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The size of our skinny Long Island, so there's a lot of potential yeah. for water views, which is great. Wow. So that's. So as you move down the down to the south end, prices get a lot more because you're talking bigger parcels, a bigger chance of getting water view. And so then you start to move into kind of the minimum 450 for a nice middle upper class. And then you can go as high as, you know, right. on location. But, but people like you and me, kind of your basic, well, I don't know, you might be hoity-toity, but people like me who are just normal yeah. folk with a reasonable education and we like to take it on vacation every yep. 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're the so that lifestyle is around the three fifty to four mark for a house. Yes, you can absolutely have a phenomenal lifestyle. Wow, that. that's amazing. And and the houses are they like older houses, newer houses? Do you, you know, you everything in between. We've got a lot of new construction going on now wow. for the island. Um, a lot of new neighborhoods being built in the Oak Harbor area, and then a lot of kind of. Custom construction happening on all these vacant parcels that people have been sitting on for a while until construction costs came, you know, and market went up and yeah, all that. So. Okay. What about property taxes? You know, you're, you actually grew up in California, so you know what it's like here. We have kind of a set thing. What's it like up there? So Island County, which is the county we sit in, is so out of the, I don't know, I'm going to say, this is not an accurate number, but say there's like Washington state, that's way too many, but we are down at the bottom. We are like just, you know, two or three counties up from the bottom in terms of property tax. Our commissioners, the powers that be uh, purposefully for years have kept our property taxes super low. So let's say, you know, so we own a, we happen to own an old farmhouse on 10 acres that we got for 400,000 and it came with a shop and a all this awesomeness. Oh and uh, our property taxes are like uh, 24. You know, case of a I'm coming to you. <laughs> you and all my friends, like we have our own well and a little pond and like we raise sheep. And so everybody's coming to our house. Oh, we're good. You raise sheep. I net. We're good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I sidebarred you. Taxes are low. Commission. Keep going. Taxes are super low. Like, so $2,400 a year, I think is what we pay in taxes. Okay. They, they how, get, how do you know when it's going to go up? I mean, when, what, how do they assess you? So it's, it's very interesting. I don't know how it works there in California. I just know property taxes are really high there. Here, no, they kind of- not. I mean, what happens is you're assessed when you when when you buy the house, but yeah. it can't go up more than 2% a year, no matter what happens to the property value. Yeah. I know we have a rule. I think it's 1% actually, um, that standard goes up. Okay. But what they do is they saying your house for, um, wait, I take that back. So like your- Property taxes can go up as much as you want. I haven't seen them go up hardly at all in the 12 years that I've lived here. Wow. But now they're starting to catch up and they're assessing properties more accurately for the market. And so we're seeing that go up a little bit. They're mostly just catching up with the market valuations for the homes. I see. Okay. All right. Uh, how about things, how about cost of living type things? Like how much yeah. does a gallon of gas go for there? What is it at right now? 250 Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> how about a gallon of milk? Oh gosh, we don't drink milk. Okay, a dozen eggs. It's about two fifty. A two fifty? Okay. Well, it depends on if you buy the eggs from a farm, one of our egg stands or a farm stands, or if you buy it in the supermarket. So you can, you know, buy them for as cheap. No, this egg stand thing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk to me like my language. Baby, talk, talk like so, a urban person. So. Lots of farms on the island. So it's a very rural, like you've got these. I've seen those on TV, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome though, because they, they, you know, you want fresh eggs. You, you know, I mean, a fresh egg off the farm is like bright orange, like not this yellow, cur my, watch my language, not these yellow yolk. I cuss all the know, time. Stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they are like neon orange. And I remember like having some family up from California and they cracked it. First of all, why is the outside of the egg kind of look blue? This is weird. 
And then what is wrong with this like nuclear egg in here with this bright orange yolk? And I was like, that's because it eats bugs and grass and like healthy stuff and is 10 million times better for you and actually tastes better. So yeah, that's what people, I, I've read about that on TV too. So yeah, <laughs> but, it's all there. Real, but in a grocery store, because we don't know how to deal with this farm stuff. <laughs> the general mass produced factory eggs that I'm used to, how much yes. does that cost? Dollar fifty. Wow. Holy cow. Okay. Mike, but the farm fresh, you're talking three or four dollars a dozen. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay three or four dollars for that. I'm sure I get real eggs at farmers markets, but like yeah. I don't I don't have that much money. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about your people. So what kind yeah. of live there what what are they into what are they like what do they do not necessarily for a living because i imagine the people who would, would listen to this podcast or would go you know because they have the freedom to so let's talk about like i don't know recreation what what takes up their time what are they what are they into what do they believe in so i will tell you the retirement community up here is huge that accounts for a mass percentage of our people mm -hmm. and they may you know they may still be doing a little bit of work or consulting or something some sort of gig side gig but mm -hmm. most of our people are retired or they're navy or navy like related okay um and then the is really broad and because people come up here because they really want to be here they get very involved in this community. Either they hide out in the woods and they don't like talk to anybody and you don't even know that they, or they're like, they're, you know, a member of some environmental group or they, they volunteer at our um, animal shelter or they're involved in like um, the, uh, what am I trying to say? Lions club and, you know, some of those other standard clubs, but heavy, heavy volunteer community on this Island. Okay. Um, there is a pretty, because of maybe the Navy population, our military at the north end of the island mm -hmm. um, tends to be a little bit more, uh, leans a little bit more right. And then the as red state is in the north and your blue state is in the south. Is that what you're talking about? Dippies, the people who like maybe believe in fairies and you know, <laughs> you, everyone's an artist. Uh, you'll find a little bit more of that down in the, the south. Practical realists are in the north part of the island. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah, totally. There's the like this dividing line in the middle. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, they're the ones that are stocking up for the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's yeah. those of us in the middle. <laughs> You're the purple party. Neither right nor the red. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about running for president of the purple party banner. I kind of figure we're the only ones that are actually reasonable. <laughs> I um, what about like shops and entertainment? I, I I remember that video you did. You went to all those cute little areas. Tell me about that. So my parents came from Southern California to move here. And my dad was like, I need to be within 15 minutes of a Home Depot. Like I just have to because I like your dad. projects I and I need things. Um, so up north in the Oak Harbor area, that's where you get a lot of convenience. It's kind of an ugly town, actually, Oak Harbor, but you've got big stores. So you've got your Walmart, your um, Home Depot, your we had a Kmart that actually closed. Um, tons of big grocery stores. You got your Safeway, all that. As you get down south, like so Coopville, quaint village with lots of little pokey stores and like beautiful little things, but not really very convenient. Tons of restaurants, um, coffee shops, that sort of thing. And then as you know, further down south, Langley, Green Bay, big grocery stores, lots of little shops, mom and pop shops. Um, 
And so in that hippy dippy area that you talked about just before Langley, how long would it take to drive from there to say this Oak place or this yeah. other thing down on the bottom? Yeah, from Oak Harbor to Langley is about 35 minutes. By Southern, by Southern California standards. I know. But here's what I warn all my California clients is that once you start living on the island, it doesn't seem like 35 mile or minutes is that long, but there's like this weird dividing line on the island and like it really is hard to go south to go north. So even though it's only 35 minutes on the clock, you will find island time and island-esque. Okay. Yeah. A lot of that dropped out, unfortunately. So oh. there's a dividing line and what makes the dividing line? Well, just Green Bank is sort of this dividing line where people who live in the South Island just or South End don't come north very often. And people who live in the north don't really come south very often. It's a long, it feels like a long ways away. Kind of a culture thing. It's kind of like I'm in a town called Glendale and mm -hmm. Pasadena is just over the hill. Yes. And it's six miles, but it's six miles I don't cross. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird yeah, phenomena. Unless you want to go have quaint experience at some farm that's down south or you want to go eat at a you know, a special restaurant in Langley or right. go poke in their shops. It's not going to happen. Poke All right. So one thing I missed when your previous question is because we're surrounded by water, yeah. everybody does something that's water related. So they have a boat, they do paddle boarding, they sea kayak, they go crabbing, fishing, big, big water centric area. You can get crabs by just going out to the shoreline. So I have like friends who they don't own a boat, they don't own a paddleboard, but they have this little dinghy thing and they take this big old crab pot that's like almost and they're floating on. They paddle, wobble, wobble to, you know, offshore, drop the crab pot, come back and pick it up a few hours later and they have fresh Dungeness crab for dinner. So, I mean, you can, you can make it happen here. Okay, so when I come for the zombie apocalypse, yes. I have some crabs ready because I do Chinese crab like nobody's business. Oh, don't make my mouth water. I'm so hungry. I forgot to eat lunch. Oh, I don't want to hear about it. With ginger and scallions, and oh. I do a version with black bean sauce, and it's just like, ooh. Okay, so these Dungeness crabs, you would die because they are the meatiest. Like, you get a lot of meat from these crabs. Oh crabs and they're so delicious you don't even need butter okay okay sorry just like just like butter that is just it's just like that is so not what you put on a crab agree because i think it's a waste but it is it is so so we'll do crab chinese style oh. or with nothing on it and just have all the crabby glory Right. Crabbery, yes. Yeah. So, so, you know, crab season, like February, March, I'm all I'm all over that girlfriend. Clams, oysters, yeah. you name it. Pen Cove mussels are world famous. So those Pen Cove mussels come from Whidbey Island. You need to shut the F up because I'm getting hungry. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving. So yes, okay. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you grew up in Costa Mesa. You're an OC girl. Yes. You we're there long enough to re to know how we feel yes. about your weather. Yes. So how much does it actually rain? Um, okay. So I'm going to show you this little map. Uh, and if anybody wants like a version of this, the dark blue uh, is darker the color, the more rain. 
and the lighter, the less rain. So a little secret about Whidbey Island, you'll notice that like up here where I live in the Coopville Oak Harbor area, there's no rain. But don't tell anybody. Like, don't tell anybody. You got to you got to distill that down for me. When you say no rain, is that your idea of no rain or my idea of no rain? My idea of no rain, because that's what we want to get down to the bottom of. One of the things I hated about growing up in Southern California was that there were no seasons. It never rained. It never rained. It was just it was like this kind of sunny versus that kind of sunny. (laughs) I want. So yes, there's a spring here. There's a fall. There's winter kind of stinks at around January. You need to go away on a vacation. We even have some trees that change their leaves. Like every couple of miles, you'll see one. Uh Sure. Okay, whatever. Yeah, come out here. So, uh, 21 inches is what we get per year. I don't know what that equates to zero in Southern California. No, I mean, we get like eight or nine inches. That That's okay. a decent, 16 inches would be a lot for us. Okay. So, so not uh, too much. So, but, but okay. Forget about inches. Yeah. Let's just, let's just take your average winterish month. Uh, I'm going to pick November. Oh, November is lovely. No, I love November. What, what's your, what's your, what's your rainy, what's your rainy month up there? A typical rainy month. February? No, I think January is kind right. of our worst month. Like January is bad all, all over the world except here. So let's talk. That's why we have the Rose Parade. Let's not talk right. about that. Okay. Right. So January. Yes. How many days in the month of January would you expect it to rain? Just ish ish. In the month, I'm going to say that it probably rains about two, on average, two days a week. Okay. So in that seven days in that week, mm-hmm. how often would you see the sun? Mm, that is the problem. Oh. January is a gloomy month. Gloomy month. Well, you know, my husband's from Modesto and in Modesto, there is no sun to be had in January. So mm, yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe a day or two a week. Okay. So it's not going to be, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect, I mean, it can happen, but you wouldn't expect 30 days of solid clouds and no sun ever. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. I mean, because that, frankly, is, I think, what we're afraid of. We're afraid that we won't see the sun, we'll get depressed, and then we'll commit suicide and take our family out with us. (laughs) So Not that I make things extreme at all, but... I mean, not that Californians really even, like, know what rain is, but there's different kinds of rain. And here it's not like Southern California rain. Like from what I can remember, mind you, I was like 18 when I last lived there. What does that mean? It's like this misty, drizzly, you could put on a light parka and go for a walk really nicely. Like easily. God is basically crying on you all day long. Just just soft tears, soft tears, more like misting. You know, so very gentle. Hold on, cry, get it over with, get it out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But (laughs) okay, so there's this soft soft mist, which is why everything is probably incredibly green there, right? So it's not like a heavy, crazy. I'm drenched, like, and I will never dry. You can do activities in the rain, and people do. Like, people get out and get into nature in January. People in Portland tell me they go and do everything that we do. It's just that they get over it already. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. So. It becomes normal. Normal. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Since yeah. you were a Southern California girl, I'll take your word yeah. for it. Cool. Yeah. 
but I had, I had an aversion to too much sun too. So if you're a Californian who just like feels like just couldn't it just have some change in the weather just in the next six months? We have weather. We go, I mean, you know, just two weeks ago was 115 and now it's 88. Yeah. 88 for us is like a pretty hot day. Okay. It's like a really warm day. Yeah. What, what temperature did you tell me it was today? It might be like 65. It's pretty cold today. This is a cold summer day. Is there sun? There is sun. It's peaky yeah, boots. 65 and sun sounds like that's pretty awesome. Kendall, it is gorgeous up here. Like I, you drive the island and I still, like I've been here for 12 years and there are certain corners, a lot of corners that I come around in my car on the main highway, like not side roads or anything like that. And I'm just like, oh, look at the mountains. Look at the water. Look at the green hills. Like it's crazy beautiful here. It does sound pretty nice because in, in July, August for us, it's look at the brown, look at the brown, look at the brown. Yeah. 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 In the, in the, in the sky and the, yeah, exactly. Brown on the sky, brown on the hills, brown. I don't even remember what smog looks like. I don't, I know that word. It's not smog. It's the inversion layer. Right. Right. We used to call it smog. No, 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 no. It's the inversion layer. It is the mists that give us our name, Valley of the Mist, Los Angeles, right? It's just there's a few particulates in there that might give you the illusion that there is brownness, but it's just the inversion layer. It's mist. For five years of my life, I used to live in New Zealand and I would fly from New Zealand to LAX (laughs) and the inversion layer. It was, it was, it was a, it was shaking like to come back into LA and just like see the inversion layer yes to see the inversion layer and the the rivers you know the concrete things that the Los Angeles River where it is kept from flooding out the neighborhoods around it by its banks that happen to be concrete yes Yes, in fact, I'm trying to get tickets to kayak down the LA River. That's kind of a big deal. What? Yeah, we've been the actually the the Corps of Engineers. We've been trying to actually restore the LA River to oh, somewhat closer awesome. than it was. Yeah, so it actually is pretty often. Awesome. We've got a lot of egrets and herons, um, waterfowl. Oh. Yeah, there's it, it's actually super super cool. It's called the Glendale Narrows. Um, we've got bike paths along it, and it's a glad to hear this. Yeah, it's 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 actually super cool. Nothing like what you all are used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> What's going on in my backyard, Kendall? Like yeah, I, for I, us, this is a big walking deal. <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday, literally, I was walking the property with my kids. We yeah. saw no less than there were two great blue herons, like tons of birds. Like it was just, it was nuts. It was a heron and I fall down dead because it's so awesome. And you just, <laughs> like every five years, like, oh my God, that's a, that's a yeah. bird. Yeah. <laughs> the owls came out at, as we got to dusk and we could, we saw a couple owls. Like it was phenomenal. And that's, we could do that every day. Okay. So I, if I get on a plane in the next hour so I can be there in about five. Okay. Good. We can watch the Eagles like do their thing at night. Yeah. You know what? You know, when I, when I'm about to board the plane, I'll just give you a call so you can start your two and a half hour journey down to SeaTac. Right? I know. I know. But there's a really nice shuttle that takes you. It's called the Whidbey SeaTac shuttle. It takes you oh. from Whidbey Island to SeaTac. Like, nice. Non-stop. See? 
go. Make it easy. Kristen, this has been so much fun. If people want to contact you and find out more about relocating to Whidbey Island, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way? You know, I think the easiest way is to go on Facebook uh-huh. and search for My North Whidbey. So hopefully people can find that pretty easy. So My, Nor- My North Whidbey, like that, right? Uh, spaces between. Like it's Facebook, so they'll It'll find me by okay. space. My North would be, I mean, you know, we want to make sure they can find you. So my yeah. North would be, pack yeah. that into Facebook. Kristen is pretty much always there because um, I pinged her in a panic attack two days ago and she answered like right away. So yeah. Um, yeah. And she's nice, unlike me. And so she'll actually say nice things to you um, and answer your questions and, and not be snippy or sarcastic, which... Oh. Oh, well, once you get to know me, maybe there's a little bit of that, but oh, really? oh, so, oh, 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 so you're fooling us right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, my, my poor cool. If you're gonna be a bitch, be it now. <laughs> I don't know about bitch, but sarcasm is my middle name when you get to know me, so right? Sarcasm rocks. Although, I did find out to my chagrin, sarcasm does not translate to other languages and it doesn't do well in Facebook groups. Who knew? Yeah. Yes, exactly. In writing, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, right. They can't see the, you know, just talking. Yeah, can't see that. All right, girlfriend, this has been. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you so much. And um, I can't wait to see your 10 acres and find out what the heck that looks like. I think I need to get some crap. Like, I need to go crap right now. So when I come up to Whidbey Island, we're going to Facebook live it. And I'm going to say, dude, this is what she was talking about. Isn't this cool? I love, I love. We'll get you in some gumboots out there clamming. It'll be awesome. Yeah, again, I wrote, I read about that in some child. Anyway, yeah, I didn't know people actually did that. Seriously, oh, yeah. and they eat them. Yeah, awesome. Like they're we not. We will do that. Poisonous. What? They're not poisonous. I no. mean, like you can actually eat them. I know. What does like California have all poisonous shellfish now? I wouldn't eat anything that came out of Santa Monica Bay. No, I would not. Mm-mm, wouldn't. Yeah, do me neither. Me neither. But here, yes, we're still good. I'll take your word for it. We'll try it next time. We'll see if I get sick. Awesome. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much. We'll be talking with you soon. Bye.